Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. So glad you're here. Today we take a look at Coverdell Education Savings Accounts. Basically asking the question, is it worth it? Families can save for college and K-12 expenses using a Coverdell Education Savings Account, ESA, previously known as Education IRAs. Coverdell ESAs are less popular than 529 college savings plans, but do have some advantages over 529 plans when saving for elementary and secondary school. Learn the pros and cons of Coverdell Education Savings Accounts today. So here are some of the advantages of these accounts. More Qualified Education Expenses Coverdell ESAs provided for tax-free distributions to pay for qualified education expenses. Coverdell ESAs have a broader list of qualified expenses than 529 plans. Like a 529, a Coverdell ESA can be used to pay for qualified higher education expenses like tuition, fees, room and board, as well as the cost of a computer, peripherals, software, and internet access. But... Coverdell ESAs can be used to pay for elementary school and secondary school expenses, too. 529s can be used to pay for up to $10,000 a year in K-12 tuition and fees, while ESAs do not have a limit on tuition and fees. That's really nice. Coverdell ESAs can also be used to pay for books, supplies, equipment, academic tutoring, special needs services, uniforms, transportation, room and board as well as the cost of a computer, peripherals, software, and internet access. Eligible institutions are the same for both Coverdell ESAs and 529 plans. They include any college eligible for Title IV federal student aid and any elementary or secondary school under state law, including homeschools, and a broader choice of investments, too. Investors in these plans have more control over their investments than investors in 529, 529 plans are limited to like a few dozen mutual funds selected by the plan administrator. Coverdell ESAs can be invested in individual stocks and bonds. Coverdell ESAs cannot be invested in life insurance contracts, though. Here are some disadvantages. Of course, there's always a list of disadvantages when there's a list of advantages. (laughs) Coverdell ESAs are more limited than 529s in several important ways. Namely, the annual contribution limit there's a $2,000 annual limit per beneficiary. This is a combined limit that applies to all contributions from all sources to all of the beneficiaries Coverdell ESA. 529 plans do not have an annual contribution limit, other than the annual gift tax exclusion, of course. Excess contributions over $2,000 are subject to a 6% excise tax penalty unless they are withdrawn by May 31st. Parents can learn about excess contributions made by relatives when they receive IRS Form 5498. Taxpayers can also choose to count contributions made by the due date on the federal income tax return, not including extensions, toward the previous year's contribution limit. Beneficiary Age Limit on Contributions Contributions to a Coverdell ESA must stop when the beneficiary reaches age 18, except for special needs beneficiaries. The contributor income limit on contributions also applies, too. There's an income limit. The contributor must have an adjusted gross income that is less than $110,000 for single or $220,000 for married filing jointly. 
The annual contribution limit starts being phased out at $95,000 for single and $190,000 for married filing jointly. These income limits are not adjusted for inflation. There are workarounds for the income limit, though. Parents can gift the money to the child and have the child make the contribution to the Coverdell ESA. There is no requirement for the child to have earned income, unlike an IRA. Contributions can also be made from corporations and trusts without an income limitation. Nice. Beneficiary age limit on distributions. The Coverdell ESA must be fully distributed by the time the beneficiary reaches age 30, except for special needs. Now, an alternative is to change the beneficiary of the Coverdell ESA to a member of the family of the current beneficiary if the new beneficiary is under age 30. There are some similar provisions too. Let's take a look at those. The Coverdell Education Savings Account shares some of the same conditions as 529s. Contributions are made with after-tax dollars, must be made in cash, and they're not deductible. Qualified expenses are reduced by tax-free scholarships, grants and fellowships, veterans' educational assistance, employer tuition assistance, the American Opportunity Tax Credit, AOTC, and Lifetime Learning Tax Credit, LLTC, and tax-free distributions from 529 plans and prepaid tuition plans. The earnings portion of a non-qualified distribution is subject to income tax at the beneficiary's rate plus a 10% tax penalty. Eek! The tax penalty is waived if the beneficiary dies or becomes disabled. The tax penalty is also waived to the extent that the beneficiary's qualified education expenses are reduced because of a tax-free scholarship or grant, the American Opportunity Tax Credit, Lifetime Learning Tax Credit, or other tax-free educational assistance. Coverdell ESAs have the same favorable financial aid treatment as 529 plans. They are reported as a parent asset on the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA, and distributions are ignored. Change in Beneficiary Okay, so the beneficiary of a Coverdell ESA can be changed to a member of the beneficiary's family, just as with 529 plans, but only if the new beneficiary is under age 30. Members of the beneficiary's family are the same as for 529 plans. Members of the beneficiary's family include the beneficiary's spouse, children, including stepchildren, foster kids, and adopted kids, and their descendants, siblings, including stepbrothers and stepsisters, parents, including stepparents, of course, and their ancestors, nephews and nieces, aunts and uncles, in-laws, and by in-laws I mean every in-law, son, daughter, father, mother, brother, sister, Members of the beneficiary's family also include spouses of any of these members of the family. Members of the beneficiary's family also include first cousins, eh, but not their spouses. Rollovers. So let's talk about those. Rollover contributions are not subject to the income limits or excise taxes. Rollovers are also not subject to contribution limits. Very nice. You can roll over from a covered LESA to a 529, but not vice versa. Hmm. The 529 plan must have the same beneficiary as the Coverdell ESA. So, if the beneficiary is approaching the age 30 limit, one workaround is to roll over the money into a 529 plan. Only one rollover is allowed per 12-month period, but you can do an unlimited number of trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfers. 
since such a transfer is not considered to be a rollover or distribution. Rollovers must occur within 60 days if they aren't made through a trustee-to-trustee transfer. A Coverdell Education Savings Account can be transferred to the beneficiary's former spouse as part of a divorce decree or separation agreement. And, by the way, such a transfer is not taxable. Well, that's our show for today, folks. I hope it was helpful and answered some questions, too. If you still have more questions about this, just go ahead and search for the article at thecollegeinvestor.com, and hopefully you'll find your answer there. If not, drop us a line in the comment section. Thanks so much for dropping by today for listening, and we'll talk to you again very soon.